Josh Holby. Firstly, I would like to apologize for any uh, background noise today. There's currently a storm going outside. 1918 and World War I has come to an end with the surrender of Germany. A couple days prior, the Kaiser abdicated and a democratic government was set up, which almost immediately sued for peace with the Allies, their generals signing an armistice. And about a year later, the Allies, after intense negotiations at Versailles, come out with the Treaty of Versailles, the treaty that would end the First World War. So the Allies demanded huge reparations from Germany, demilitarization of the German armed forces, and, really targeting the pride of Germans, blamed the war on Germany. And this treaty was very, very humiliating and hard for the Germans to accept, mostly because their sense of nationalism, their sense of pride in their country, had been hurt uh, by this treaty, which was, uh, again, nationalism has been a very powerful force throughout history. And because this truth was so hard to swallow, this truth that uh, Germany had lost the First World War, and uh, Germany had to sign this treaty, people's just gut reaction of, no, this can't be true, got into a myth um, that started circulating almost immediately after the dotted line was signed on the treaty, so to speak. And this was the stab in the back myth. And this said that Germans did not lose the war, German army was not defeated, but rather a secret cabal of Jews and high-ranking communists uh, had signed the peace deal with the Allies. It's not hard to see how this went awry for Germany. Obviously, Hitler used this myth to gain power a couple years later, and the very people that this myth pinned the blame on for the German loss in World War I were the people that were targeted during the Holocaust. So why are we discussing this stab in the back myth? Um, I believe that there's an American iteration currently happening with Donald Trump, and this is very easy, sort of easy to see. So Trump obviously knows that he lost the election. He's almost definitely seen the numbers, knows that on January 21st, 2021, he will not be president. However, he's still claiming victory and still claiming that he was sort of stabbed in the back, so to speak, by the democratic process. And who is he blaming for this? The Democrats, obviously. Donald Trump's favorite scapegoat. So obviously Trump is promulgating uh, this myth pretty heavily, that he, was, he didn't lose, he was just stabbed in the back. What does this mean for the future of America? Besides the obvious loss of trust in our democratic processes, going forward, I see two major possibilities for what this does. And the first is that nothing happens. Americans love freedom and democracy too much and will not abandon it to run to a demagogue. I see this as very um, legitimate. American far-right sort of nationalism is very different from, say, German or European. It's steeped a lot more in liberty. Um, if you think about the even the far-right militias in the United States today, Proud Boys, stuff like that, yes, they have racial overtones, but they're also really concerned with liberty and freedom. I believe that's something that maybe 99% of Americans, excluding maybe the 1% communists, can get behind, liberty and freedom. That would give credence to the idea that nothing bad is going to happen with this. Americans love freedom and liberty too much to let anything happen to them. The second possibility, though, is darker, and this is that Americans choose Trump over democracy. This is, of course, supported by the fact that Donald Trump's meteoric rise, his sort of dictatorship-like personality, 
for example, his bullying of uh, political opponents, stuff like that. And this is a very, very dark possibility indeed, because I believe that it would mean the end of American democracy, the end of a 200-year-old experiment, something which started with George Washington and ended with Barack Obama. So that possibility is not likely. Americans are too enamored with their sense of freedom and personal liberty. If the government tried to take away people's rights, there'd be just enormous protests, people launching coups, stuff like that, but people still look to Trump. They won't just abandon him, so I think something in between is probably the the, uh, most likely. Thank you for listening to this episode of Critical Thoughts. I have been your host, Adam Trolley. See you in the next episode.